G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. I wonder if I challenged you with a question, how you'd respond. What's your gig in life? Well, what is it? Do you know it? Are you living it? This life isn't a dress rehearsal. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective and this final message in a series called Discovering Your Gig in Life. Over this last couple of weeks, we've been taking a bit of a look at the different ways that God's made each one of us, the giftings and the motivations of our hearts. The Apostle Paul talks about seven of them in in Romans chapter 12. The gift of speaking on God's behalf, the prophet. The gift of being a servant, a teacher, an encourager, a giver, a leader, and someone whose special gift is drawing alongside and hanging in there and showing mercy. And the reason that we've been doing that is, well, to help each one of us to identify what our gig in life is. That's why I've called this 10-part series, Discovering My Gig in Life. And I think that for each one of us, that's a journey in life. The notion that perhaps God has made us in a special way, with a special gift and a special motivation, so that we can be a blessing to other people, well, sometimes that's a bit much for us to handle. Today, I want to round out this series by sharing some of my mistakes that I've made in my life in figuring out my gifting. And I've made a few, you know, the mistakes, that is. That's why it took me almost 45 years of my life to really figure out what my gifting is. I'm only 49, which means it took me a long, long time. So if it's okay with you today, I want to share those mistakes with you Perhaps you'll recognise one or two of them in your own life. Maybe just one of them will give you a bit of an aha experience. Oh, that's why it's not working in my life. And by God's grace, he'll speak some of his wisdom into your heart as I share my own foolishness with you. Well, let me start off with mistake number one. Thinking that I didn't need God in my life at all. In my latest school years, I encountered Jesus. I met him personally, I gave my life to him, but... I never really involved him in the planning of my life and my career. I never prayed and sought his will. Nothing. It's like there were two separate things. Jesus is in that box and my life is over here in this box. I had three options of tertiary study and I chose the military and doing a degree in information technology. Now, IT and computers were the big new thing back then. That, I thought to myself, was where the money would be. So that's what I chased. I went into the military and I did an IT degree and I graduated and I thought, this is where my future is. I left the military, I had a career in the private sector, made money, worked for a company for my own, grew a consulting career. And and there were warning signs all through this. You know, I didn't enjoy the level of detail involved in consulting work, huge amounts of detail. Can I tell you today, I still don't enjoy detail. I'm a storyteller. I'm, I'm not a detailed man. 
And all along my career, I thought I could get my fulfilment on my own and I didn't need God. Which leads me to mistake number two, ignoring the warning signs. I can't tell you the number of times I've pursued my dreams. And, and you know you get this uncomfortable feeling? Oh, I don't think this is really me. But you ignore that because... I had a dream. I, I wanted to be an IT guru. I wanted to make lots of money. I wanted to be well-respected and recognized and, and tops in my industry. It's like when you have clothes that don't fit. You wriggle around in them and it's never really comfortable. And, and the whole detail thing around technology was never really me. Now, my hunch looking back on it is that all along, God was trying to tell me something. He was chipping away at me. But I had my swelled head. I had my pride. I just decided to go and do it my way. I wonder if you've ever been there. That, that uncomfortable sense that, I don't think I'm really cut out for this. Mistake number three. I never stopped to think. You know, what do I naturally enjoy? Do you ever sit and think about that? And, and what am I doing now? And why am I doing it? And why am I not doing something that fits better with what I'm naturally good at and what I naturally enjoy? We all have things that we love doing. Me, I loved speaking at conferences. The thing that I enjoyed most in my IT consulting career were the conferences. I knew that. In fact, what people told me afterwards was that I was really good at doing that. That should have told me something. Every conference I spoke at, we'd end up winning a new consulting job. I think, why didn't I stop to think about that? Why, why didn't I look at the things that I was doing that I was uncomfortable about and then the things that I was doing that I really enjoyed? And why did I keep doing the stuff I was uncomfortable about with, without really focusing my energies on what I was really good at? What's this all telling me? Why didn't I think? Over here, I'm banging my head up against a brick wall doing something I'm not good at. And here, in this conference speaking, I really enjoy it and it's working. But no, I had a plan. I never stopped to think. What's my gig? What, what do I enjoy doing? What do I get fulfillment out of? What seems to bless other people? How many of us have made that mistake and been in that place? How many still are? Mistake number four not accepting that there were some things that I would never be good at. Something I couldn't accept. You, you see, you can be anything you want to be. You can do anything you want to do. I had a lust for life. Go and get it. And I think the issue really was pride. Can you see how these things all came together to make sure that I was miserable? It took me so long to figure this out. I was so prideful. I look back on it now... And, and God made me the way he made me. He gave me the giftings he gave me with a purpose. But I thought I could find my own gig. I never gave him a thought. And until 13 years ago, he humbled my life at his feet. And I'd never really considered the issue of gifting. But over the, the years that ensued, and I studied his ways and his word, I discovered he'd gifted me in a certain way. And you know something? He's gifted you in a certain way. That was a real revelation. And finally, I figured out my gig. I'm a communicator. I'm a writer and a speaker. And I look back on my IT career, and they're the bits I enjoyed and did well at, and the other stuff, not really. And as I've looked through that list of seven giftings, it's the area of, of prophesying, speaking on God's behalf, and teaching. They're the two that really flick my switch. 
That was the next amazing thing I discovered. After I, I really got a handle on my giving, that God had a plan to use it, to, to get me to do what I'm doing right now. And that's having so much more impact in people's lives than anything I managed to conjure up doing my IT thing. Just as each of us has a body with many members, and those members don't all have the same function, so in Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to God's grace. If the gift is prophesying, then use it in proportion to your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's encouraging, go and encourage people. If it's contributing to the needs of others, give generously. If it's leadership, govern diligently. If it's showing mercy, then go and show mercy and do it cheerfully. Somewhere in there, in that list of seven, is you. And my prayer is that you won't spend as much of your life getting it wrong as I have with mine. What is your gig in life? What has God made you to be and do? So often, the gifts and abilities that God's given to His people, people like you and me, are still there, but they're dormant. With all my heart, I believe that God wants you to be all that He made you to be, to use those gifts and abilities for His glory. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Rekindling the Flame, and is full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you do just that to become all that God made you to be. You can request your free copy of this booklet right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time on Monday, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.